Welcome to the Centuries of Sound radio podcast. This show originally went out on Cambridge 105 Radio in September 2019. You can get these radio podcasts a year early by supporting me on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash centuries of sound. On Cambridge 105 Radio. Hello and welcome to Centuries of Sound, the show where we use archive recordings to travel back in time. My name's James Errington, and today I'll take you back to 1906, the year of the San Francisco earthquake, an event which inspired this sound collage from Prince's Military Band. Prince's military band with the destruction of San Francisco. Now 1906 was quite an important year for the way music is consumed. For the previous decade and further, both cylinders and disc records had been played on these big devices with large external horns. And these worked well enough, but they were large and ungainly, the focus of a parlour, whether they were in use or not, and liable to be damaged by minor knocks. Uh, Victor by now a major player on the scene, introduced a new phonograph, which they called the Victorola. And uh, this had a difference from the previous record players. They folded the horn down into the base of a large, luxurious cabinet. Um, 
Though this Victorola was expensive, more than double the price of other gramophones, it was an immediate success and would be the standard design for the next couple of decades. It's kind of a minor change, but you can see we're moving from the early days of uh, home listening to music to a, a slightly later stage now. We're broadening the audience to mean that recorded music is now not just the preserve of a few enthusiasts. It's something that families might expect to have in their homes. So, 1906, what kind of music were people listening to at this point? Well, let's start with uh, perhaps a defining sound for the decade, Nobody by uh, Burt Williams. Not only is Burt Williams the first black star of the 20th century, he kind of stands alone in the world of the 1900s, a figure to define the decade as much as uh, Enrico Caruso did in the world of uh, opera. Um... These days, perhaps that's all the attention he gets, a kind of paragraph in black histories, vaudeville histories, cultural histories of this uh, progressive or Edwardian era, or a footnote in histories of ragtime or jazz. But uh, he's much more important than that, I would say, and his music is still with us. Now let's have a listen to his uh, most famous song. This is Nobody. I won't. 
That was Burt Williams with his signature piece, Nobody, a brilliant piece of work which showcases his dry wit, laconic delivery and universally relatable humanity in an era of grotesque, lazy stereotypes. He would go on to make several other recordings of the song, but none would capture its essence quite as well. Let's uh, have another song from Burt. This is with his recording partner, George Walker. You're listening to Centuries of Sound on Cambridge 105 Radio. Today we're covering the year 1906, and that was uh, Burt Williams and George Walker with Pretty Desdemone. Uh, we have one more example of uh, Burt Williams now, but this one's not performed by Burt, and it's not written by him either. Um, this is written by a guy called Chris Smith. The version I have of this from Burt Williams is very good, but it cuts off the joke at the end. <laughs> and uh, as you'll hear... Without the joke on the end, it doesn't work quite so well. This version of the song is performed by Bob Roberts, actually a blackface minstrel show performer, so perhaps morally questionable from a modern perspective. But still, I would say, quite funny. There's scandal in the neighbourhood It's about Miss Julie Brown It seems her long-lost cousin Jeremiah Had lately arrived in town 
When Julie's fella came to call that Sunday at her home, he found a pair of fiddles and a sponin' in the gloam. The sight made him so riled, he started home at once. But Julie said, I'm surprised at you. Don't go act like a dunce. Why, he's a cousin of mine, just a cousin of mine. You're liable for to see him here any old time. You're just like a bee, all the time buzzing. It ain't no harm for to hug and kiss your cousin. I haven't seen Jerry in the last ten years. That am a mighty long time. He's mother's sister's angel child. He's a cousin of mine. When she explained her relationship, Bill replied, it might be so. But he don't look like the 32nd cousin I met here a week ago. She smiled at him quite innocent-like and blushed up to her hair. Then said, if you don't want him round, I'll let him know, my dear. She joined her cousin's side, and as they walked away, Bill heard him ask, who is that freak? And he heard his Julie say, why, he's a cousin of mine, just a cousin of mine. You're liable for to see him here any old time. You're just like a bee, all the time buzzing. It ain't no harm for to hug and kiss your cousin. I haven't seen Jerry in the last ten years. That am a mighty long time. He's mother's sister's angel child. He's a cousin of mine. That was Bob Roberts with He's a Cousin of Mine. Now, Burt Williams wasn't the first famous African-American recording artist. In the 1890s, as uh, we heard on a previous show, George W. Johnson was featured. He performed uh, two songs, uh, a song where he laughed, which later became The Laughing Policeman. You might be familiar with that version. And another song where he whistled. And uh, he sat in the recording studio and performed those over and over again. For, uh, for years on end. He might be the most recorded person in history for that reason. Uh, he is still around as of 1906, just about. Um, here he is featuring, uh, towards the end, of uh, a novelty vaudeville piece featuring his good friend Len Spencer. Uh, Len Spencer appeared in a, quite a number of uh, very questionable racist recordings himself. But he was a good friend to George W. Johnson. He managed to uh, help him out when he got into legal trouble. And he seems to have uh, paid for his funeral as well, uh, which was not too long after this. So here he is, Len Spencer, featuring George W. Johnson with The Merry Mailman. Good morning, Doctor. Ah, good morning. Good gracious, you're ill. What you need is exercise, walking. Walking? <laughs> Why, I'm the postman. Mm, where are my glasses? Ah, oh, sure enough. Ah, you're all run down. What you need is rest. Two dollars, please. Excuse me, doctor, but I can't make out the address of this letter. Is it for you? Ah, it's from my daughter, yes. She writes a very cramped hand. You see, she lives in a flat. What is it? Dear father... We are well and happy. The baby has grown ever so much and has a great deal more sense than he used to have. Hoping the same of you, I remain your daughter Molly. Get out. 
<laughs> uh, hello, here's a letter for the cook downstairs. Oh, my, she's Irish, juicy, and her name it is Minnie McGee. That's me, what do you want? Oh, it's a letter from me, sweetheart, over in Ireland, Danny Finnegan, bless his heart. Oh, I'm so excited. Dear, she's what's this? The rose is red, like Kitty's head. The shamrock's green, so are you, Miss Killeen. Curious and ugly Valentine, this out of sandy thing. <laughs> hey, mister, have you got anything for easy to grrrrp at the Say, are you having a fit? No, sir, that's my name, King Easy Door, of this door. I'm waiting for my fire insurance papers since last Wednesday. You have a fire Wednesday? No, sir, next Tuesday. Oh, let's see here. Here it is. Thank you, sir. I put that in a nice, safe place where it won't get wet. Yes, put it in the bathtub. <laughs> Hello? Here's a registered letter for George W. Johnson. I wonder if he's in. I'll knock. Stop that knocking. Here's a mail. Stop that knocking. Here's a letter. That's pretty heavy. Had some money left you? Yes, it left me long ago, and I've been short ever since. Ha <laughs> but this is a money order. I didn't order any money, but if it's for Johnson, give it to me. So that was Len Spencer featuring George W. Johnson with The Merry Mailman. Some vaudeville humour there of the ethnic variety that they seem to like at this time. You may have noticed George W. Johnson singing a kind of refrain when the door was opened there. That's taken from another popular hit of this year, uh, which is a Stop That Knocking at the Door. And we actually have a full version of that song. This is from the Edison Mail Quartet. Stop That Knocking at the Door by the Edison Quartet. I want to love a common girl whose name was Susie Brown. She came from old Virginia. She was the fairest in the town. Her eyes so bright and shine at night when the moon and gone away. She used to call me talking Stop that knocking at my door. 
That was the Edison Male Quartet with Stop That Knocking at the Door. This is Centuries of Sound on Cambridge 105 Radio and I'm James and we're listening to the sounds of 1906 today. We've just heard from Burt Williams and George W. Johnson. The other great pioneering black musician of the era was, of course, Scott Joplin, whose music has lasted a great deal better whose music has lasted a great deal better than Williams, even if not in the form it would have been heard at the time. Joplin was more well known as a writer than a performer, so we have no recordings of him playing, apart from some uh, piano rolls from a little bit later. But his maple leaf rag was already selling enough copies to guarantee him an income for the rest of his short life. Though it was composed initially for the piano, it was a popular piece with both the kind of upworld brass bands and the underworld dance bands, the likes of which we will later hear mutating into early jazz. Here it is performed in a surprisingly swinging fashion, that's perhaps a 2% swinging, by a Sousa's United States Marine Band. was the United States Marine Band with Maple Leaf Rag. Of course, ragtime wasn't just played by brass bands. Here's some banjo ragtime. This is uh, Vessel Osman with, uh, it's called a medley, little bit of everything. You'll hear a few different kind of ragtime strains going on through this piece.
You're listening to Centuries of Sound on Cambridge 105 Radio. My name's James Errington, and today we're playing sounds from the year 1906. If you like what you're hearing, you can feel free to get in touch. You can email me at centuriesofsoundmail at gmail.com or just search for Centuries of Sound on Twitter or Facebook. Let's move away from America now towards Russia. And first, let's have a bit of opera. This is uh, from The Queen of Spades. It's an opera in three acts by Tchaikovsky, um, based on a short story of the same name by Pushkin. And this particular piece is performed by Alexander Davidov. Here's another Russian recording. This is uh, by Mademoiselle Korshoff, and it's a piece from an opera by Luigi Arditi. 
Aditi was born in Italy and uh, began his musical career as a violinist, um, studying music at the Conservatory of Milan. But then he visited America, where he remained for a while and uh, conducted operas in New York, Philadelphia, and uh, went to Constantinople. But finally, he settled in London, uh, making trips to America with the Royal Italian Opera Company and uh, to Germany sometimes and other major European cities, St. Petersburg, Vienna, Madrid. Um, but basically, he lived in England, conducting at Covent Garden and various prestigious theatres and promenade concerts in London parks and died in Hove uh, and is buried in Hove Cemetery. So here's a performance of one of his pieces. This is Il Baccio and it's performed by Mademoiselle Korsoff. That was Mademoiselle Korsoff with Il Baccio, um, some vocal acrobatics there. We're going to hear another female singer now, this one not quite so acrobatic, but with her own kind of uh, 
special quality. Um, Ada Jones was an English-American singer. She made her first recordings in 1893 on Edison Cylinders, um, making her among the first female singers to be recorded. Um, she's actually from uh, Lancashire in the UK, but she moved with her family to Philadelphia when she was six years old and uh, began performing on stage in the 1880s. She sang in a contralto. She learned songs by ear and she couldn't read music or play an instrument. Um, but she she lived on the vaudeville circuit doing uh, ballads, some ragtime, comedy in a variety of dialects. So sometimes she'd perform in a kind of... Uh, British accent and sometimes in an American one. She made a vast number of cylinders, uh, recording with other famous artists like uh, Billy Murray, Billy Watkins, Cal Stewart, Len Spencer, and uh, with her 12-year-old daughter Sheila. And she toured around America despite having uh, severe epilepsy. In the 1900s, she seems to have made a huge amount of recordings. Uh, I'm not a gigantic fan. Uh, she has a kind of reedy old lady voice that I kind of find a bit uh, dated, I would say. More dated than some other things around this time, which is saying quite a lot. Um, this is an example of her performing a musical song. So she would kind of bridge the gap between musical and vaudeville quite often. You might be familiar with this song if you are familiar with musical. It's Waiting at the Church. was Ada Jones with Waiting at the Church. Let's have a bit more musical, or in fact vaudeville, because this is an American song and singer. But still, this is Helen Tricks with The Bird on Nellie's Hat. Every Saturday morning, 
Now, we've previously mentioned Billy Murray. Billy Murray was one of the biggest singing stars of this time. Uh, no relation to Bill Murray, of course. This is him with the Edison Male Quartet, uh, who were what would later be called a barbershop quartet, but they weren't called that at this time. And uh, this is a song called Lazy Moon. Lazy Moon, sung by Billy Murray, Edison Records. <laughs> Tell me what's the matter, are you sleeping? 
That was Billy Murray with the Edison Male Quartet and Lazy Moon. Now, last time on this show, we had uh, three guests in the studio and one of them said she'd like to hear more xylophone recordings. So this is for you, Joanne. This is Charles P. Lowe with the Columbia Symphony Orchestra and a medley of popular airs. Xylophone and orchestra, medley of popular airs, played by Charles P. Lowe, Columbia Records. Centuries of Sound on Cambridge 105 Radio. That was Charles P. Lowe and the Columbia Symphony Orchestra with Medley of Popular Airs. Now let's go further afield to South America and uh, hear uh, something from Pato Pio Silva. Now he was a musician, composer, and flautist from Brazil and considered one of the greatest flautists in history. His father was a barber and he taught him how to play the flute and uh, he impressed several people passing by his father's barber shop. And by the age of 16, he joined a famous band and was touring around the country. In 1906, he travelled to Rio and uh, at the invitation of the president for a presentation at the castle. That was the peak of his career. He died at a very young age in 1907 from May fever. So this is maybe one of his only recordings and it's called Primero Amor. Primero Amor. Valsa executada por Batapio Silva para a casa Edson Rio de Janeiro. Thank you. 
Primero Amor. Now let's have another instrumental piece. This is uh, Speed the Plow. It's a well-travelled tune. It's been popular with fiddlers for over 200 years, and it can be found in and it can be found played throughout North America, Ireland, Scotland, and England. Now, unusually for something this old, we do know who composed it. It was uh, John Moorhead of County Armagh in Ireland. He wasn't Irish originally, he was born in Edinburgh and emigrated to Armagh in 1782. So this is a version by a John Taylor that seems to be a uh, folk fiddler of the same name now, um, and no relation to the guy in Duran Duran, of course. But uh, this is a John Taylor who was performing around 1906 and his version of Speed the Plough Wheel. Thank you. 
That was John Taylor with Speed the Plough Reel. You're listening to Centuries of Sound on Cambridge 105 Radio. Let's have an unusual selection now. This is Edward Meeker with Joseph Belmont. Edward Meeker is a vaudeville singer, so that's normal enough. Joseph Belmont is a guy who does uh, whistling bird impressions. Um, usually he can also perform songs, as you'll hear now. This is uh, called Song of the Nations. It's kind of an excuse for them to wheel out lots of national tunes, which are usually kind of easy to whistle. It's a little jingoistic, but I think it's a lot of fun. Song of the Nations, sung by Edward Meeker, Edison Records. Every country has a name for people of its native land. From fair Caucasian to the blackest Ethiopian band. Each has his own peculiar way to designate his birth. You can tell him by his whistle if his home is on the earth. He may reside in Switzerland or where the bluebells grow. In Greenland or in Iceland where the wintry winds do blow. But if you hear him whistle, you can never go amiss. You can gamble he's a German if he pipes a tune like this. Without a band, each wants to be the leader and each one wants to be seen. So they do without the music whistling, wearing of the green. tips us hat to our own stripes and stars. Now I know there's not a person here, not any one of you, who wouldn't join the chorus of our own red, white, and blue. You've been listening to Centuries of Sound on Cambridge 105. My name's James Errington. I run the Centuries of Sound website where I make mixes of every year. So far on the website, we've got up to the year 1917. So if you'd like to come and have a have a listen to that, we have a two-hour mix for 1917, which is the year that uh, jazz happened. So uh, quite an exciting mix there. Next time we'll be back on the radio with 1907. So uh, listen in next month. In the meantime, if you'd like to get in touch, if you'd like to... Uh, contribute to the show or let us know what you think you can email me at centuriesofsoundmail at gmail.com or you can come to the website which is at centuriesofsound.com if you search for centuries of sound on twitter or facebook or instagram you can find me there um and uh, i always welcome uh, contributions and comments um be very good to have some more uh, i'm going to leave you with the columbia band and an arkansas huskin bee good night everyone an Arkansas Huskin Bee, played by Columbia Band. <laughs> 